the 27-time tag team champions and the second best podcast on earth. Adam Simmons. Hashtag trigger warning. That dude was a fucking dude. Robert Moore. Shut the fuck up. You hear how my rings clack each other? That's your fucking jaw. The Simmons and Moore podcast. Ah, 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 27 rings. You know what the fuck it is. Hashtag Sam PC. Hashtag Sam PC. Hashtag Sam PC. Live from the compound in Asbury Park, New Jersey, the Simmons and Moore podcast, motherfuckers. Only on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, Sam PC, Simmons and Moore podcast. I'm Bobby Moore. Do I sound a little. No, dude, you sound fantastic. I'm crazy. not going to lie to you. I don't. I can't even hear myself my microphones, I think, because my ears are stuff. I, I don't. I can't you want hear. me to turn your headphones off? Actually, I can't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah, can you turn, turn my headphones, turn my headphones up? up? Yeah, I can't hear my snares. Yeah, can you <laughs> yeah, turn me up in my headphones? I'm gonna sound a little crazy tonight because I've been sick for about four days straight. I've only been taking medicine for about two days, maybe. I'm impressed that you've even taken medicine. Yeah, I thought I can just like shake it off, but it keeps raining. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and you work outdoors. And I keep working. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't help. So. I get like these cold sweats and it's weird. So I don't know. That's well, my life. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. I am your host and uh, my co-host is Adam. He's over there. Yeah. That is exactly how it goes every single time. Yeah. I'm, yep. Excuse me, co-host. I'm talking here. So I'm Bobby Moore. I'm your host for the Pardon evening. Me. And uh, my co-host Adam is in the building. Adam, say hello to the audience. Uh, am I allowed to talk yet? I just said Adam. Say hey, man. What's up? How are you? How you been? I'm How doing, are you? Are you talking to me or are you talking to the audience? I'm talking to everyone. Oh, we're doing I great. figured I ha- only have this small opportunity to speak. I would speak to everyone wa- that's listening you're, you're and everyone wa- in the room. You're wasting your minutes. Heard. <laughs> wasting. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long. I, I can can't go. wait for you to lose your fucking voice. <laughs> Spit all that fucking tea back in that cup. I don't know and how. take the fucking honey out. I don't know. No. And you got to wash my fucking mug. Thank you for the honey, though. Yeah, get the fuck that. out of my face. <laughs> you see how that got reversed so quickly? <laughs> What's up, Adam? What's up, brother? How you doing? Not much. Looking at this fancy beer you got. What yeah, is this? I have, uh, Edmunds Oist Brewing Company. Yeah. This yeah. one, Sour Cherry Pineapple. It's good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'll let you have a sip, yeah, but I, was gonna uh, say, I don't nah, want uh, mouth aids or whatever you have. I don't want to drink beer, so yeah. I don't know. What, Polio. What flavor you got? You got, you got the other one? What is this? The blonde? Wait, I just want to ask. Did you? What did you say the name of the show was? Uh, Simmons and More Podcast. Because my agent told me that I was on the Opie and Anthony show, and I'm just like, fucking pissed <laughs> off right now. <laughs> Come uh, on. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to get out of here. You guys. Yeah. Nah, yeah. sit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patriot, podcaster, crossfitter, marine. Yeah. Podcaster, uh, human hype beast. <laughs> Absolute savage. Yeah. <laughs> um, John motherfucking McCarthy, dude. What's up, man? What's going Clap on? It up. Welcome to the show, yeah. Oh, thank you. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. I it's like that. Good. It's good to be here. It really is. I really love what you guys are doing. There's a very like uh I like your shoes. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh the sprinkles. These are called the cheat days. These are nobles. Yeah, the N O B U L L. Yeah, uh-huh. Todd, who's their like number one employee, he's like uh 
He's like a real good dude. He sent these to me, and uh, he's like a friend of a friend. We had like worked out together one time, so you said those are sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I was yeah. like, I was wondering. I didn't know what they yeah. were. I didn't know That's if they why they're cheap like, Yeah. I didn't know if they were like uh, graffiti. Dude, I used to like, be like the I mean, confetti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do kind of look like confetti. Mm-hmm. I used to be like the sneakerhead. Yeah. I used to have. I used to collect Nike SBs when I was in high school. A lot? Okay. Yeah, when I was in high that school. That was hot at that time, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I was working I got I got I had five concussions in two years, so I had to stop playing football. That sounds super oh, healthy. It sucked. Yeah, yeah, it sucked real bad. And so I stopped playing sports and so what I started position were you like linebacker? Nah, dude. I was a uh what position do you think I was? If I tell you I wasn't a linebacker, what do you think I was? If you was a linebacker, then definitely you were a, a linebacker. linebacker. Yeah, you were a running back. I was a center. I was the smallest center in the short oh, conference man. when I played. Jeez. Yeah. Well, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It would have been fullback. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be definitely fullback. not center. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't gonna be anyone on the line. But Dude, I should have just went. I was I was a center. I had to. There's this kid underneath me. I don't know where he's at now. I was a senior. I weighed like 20 pounds less than I do now. I had less muscle on me than I have now. I was gonna ask you. You must have been like where you were like one of those kids that were fat and then got in shape. Yeah, that's exactly that's actually exactly what I was. I was the kid who was too fat to play anywhere else, and then I was oh, in so shape. You were, you were fat. Yeah, and then yeah, I only knew one position, and it was I was a center and a oh, nose okay. tackle. Those were the only positions I played my uh, whole life. Okay. okay. And so they were like, well, he, we can't teach me anything new this year i thought you looked like this yeah and you were in wish. center if i could I go like, back to high school and look like this i'd be killing it yeah fucking same yeah all right but you don't need to play center though yeah, like, yeah. like this that's what i was like what you a linebacker yeah. you're just getting mad hard all the time yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, i had this I kid you. who was underneath me and he was way better than me and he was bigger than me and yeah. he challenged me for my position every single week every week we did this thing called log drills and yep. basically you could call out anybody on the log and whoever got pushed off the other end of the log lost and if it was for a position you lost your spot Damn. every it, i would be like throwing up before practice because i would have to go up against this kid every week challenging me for my spot and then i ended up getting my last concussion so it didn't matter anymore but so i brought this up because i started working all the time like i was like working a ton i was making like good money at restaurants waiting tables stuff yeah. like that Every week, I would go and buy a new Affliction t-shirt and a pair of Nike SBs, and I had like 30 pair. Rodney, you guys have had him on the show. Yeah, Yeah. he's been on the show like at least three or four times. Yeah, him and I would go down to like Bear Wire over here in, in, uh, what is it, Seabright or whatever, or we'd go to this place over in West End, and every time, I'd get a new pair of sneakers and a new shirt, and Rodney would be like, damn. (laughs) Talk about just like blowing money. He'd be like, dude, you're just blowing money on these shoes yeah. so yeah. i filled that empty hole in my heart from being done playing football Damn. yeah hey look you gotta do what you gotta do that was high school though so like i'm oh, not yeah. there yeah i'm not pulling the bruce springsteen glory days uh <laughs> action going on here I've, I've done more since then i swear you, uh go ahead go are ahead. you um are you still into sports though like yeah, yeah so i don't was that like done you don't watch sports you no know, i like, love i love sports i love what sports do for people uh and when i say this this really offends people so if it offends anybody i apologize okay um if they're already not offended at this point in the show then welcome uh we didn't even do anything yet yeah uh, well you know i'm worried about this jar right here so um <laughs> so gotcha, gotcha. uh the only sport I ever watched was football. That was the only one I had time for. Baseball was too slow for me. I don't like a lot of the things about the NBA, so I never really got into anything but football. After the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick started with the NFL, 
I completely agree and respect his right to freedom of speech, but I believe that you can only vote for politicians every two to four years. You can vote with your dollars every single day, Mm -hmm. and I was no longer going to allow my dollars to support the NFL and to support an organization that allowed its members to conduct themselves this way in disrespect of our military and the flag that represents our nation. Um, So I stopped watching the NFL as well. Is that the part where you said people might disagree with what you have to say? Yeah. And okay. be offended by yeah, it? Yeah, and okay. be offended, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, say, I say that to be. I've been called a bigot for saying that. I've been called... Even um, though you preface it with, uh, <laughs> I respect the right to protest yeah. because it's in the Constitution. Yeah. I, will, I will be the first yeah. one to stand up and say, like, that is his right as an American mm-hmm. citizen, and there's a reason for that, and he needs that. So, such is your right, right to not... You know, to want to punch him in the face for it. Yeah, like that's my right as well. Now, I'm not going to do that because that would be childish right. and it would and be a waste of my and time. He's, and he's gigantic. I don't yeah. think that yeah, he's, size, he's a, he's size doesn't mean dude. anything. Uh, he's a yeah. big man. He's a, he's a Marine. He yeah. doesn't even. Which, that, that also, yeah. Care. yeah. He doesn't care. But that being said. You probably said, won't even care if you lost. You're a Marine. That's, you just that's usually the case. Yeah. On, on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You take you take the hit and keep going. But, yeah. um, and I'm yeah, not to get, I'm not calling Cal. Colin Kaepernick out on this podcast. I mean, we are. Fuck you. What's up? (laughs) I like Kaepernick. So so that's why. So I stopped watching sports out of that. I love college ball, but you know what? So I just finished. I'm in my last class of my MBA. I've been working. I just got out of the Marine Corps six months ago. I've been working full time. I got a wife. I coach uh, at a CrossFit gym. I do like a lot of stuff. I, I try to read every day. So like, for, if I were trying to keep up with sports, right on top of that, uh, yeah, I it's There's it's no so way, much yeah. of a job, you know. But like when yeah. pe- and so when people start getting into it, and like I'm listening, I don't mind, I don't ever mind the conversation, but I can't keep up with like yeah, so and so's the best quarterback of all time. I'm like. And I feel bad because if you wanted to discuss like who was the best president of the United States ever or who was the best general or anything, I could be like, yeah, this is what I – but nobody's yeah. interested in that. That shit bores uh, the hell out of people. They're yeah, like, you're an yeah, idiot. Yeah. Well, well, here's the well, thing. You're you, not an idiot for knowing that. <laughs> right. Just... You, um, you only have so much bandwidth in your head. You know, yeah. and we, we had that conversation yeah. last time we, we spent time together. Yeah. Uh, you only have so much stuff that you could put in your brain. And a lot of people choose to put like video games and – Sports and um, entertainment, in entertainment, general. yeah, entertainment in, in general. general, like, like keeping music, up with the Kardashians music, or TV, different music yeah, 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 or TV shows, you know, shit like that. And it, it, it's movies. not that that is bad, but if you are doing so much stuff, there you're gonna have to lose. Either you're gonna start losing names of people that you know, or you're gonna have to stop putting candy in your brain to put education yeah. in, or or something that you value higher than. The Kardashians. You Candy's know what I mean? a good way to put it too. You yeah. definitely need um, a variety of things. I think that it's good to like let your mind wander off and like relax, watch sports, watch. I guess keeping up with Kardashians, watch whatever the fuck. Yeah. You want. Oh it's yeah. Also good, but for it's like a healthy diet though. To be on your end to like know what's the real, what's also going on in yeah. the world that a lot of people yeah. don't know. And I bet for people like you, deep down, it kind of feels good to know certain things that like people can know, but they just don't pay attention yeah. to. And it's like. I mean, I don't know. It'll probably give me a little arrogance in, at certain moments. <laughs> like I know. Like well, think about fucking, it this way: you're a uh, fucking when, idiot. How do you when not people know? have a conversation it's on about TV right now, just fucking look and watch. <laughs> pay attention. Just pay attention. Uh, so when people Seriously. talk about the NBA and you start busting out who was the sixth man of the year in 1996, 
I'm not going to put you on the spot. Don't worry about it. I'm but, thinking. I'll think about it. No, that <laughs> shit does impress the hell out of me. I'll think when about people it. But like, can recall things like that. That like, blo- like I had a but I have a buddy. This is what I think. I have a really good friend who I went to college with. You could ask him any me- any person in the NFL and what school they played college ball at, and he can name them. Like that's, that's pretty good. That's that's a good one. It's like absurd. Like any Basketball's of them. Basketball is easier. Yeah. Then NFL because basketball it's only like Peach is stoked. Only like twelve guys on um right. on the roster in general. Yeah. Like fifteen guys maybe, maybe right. on the roster. And football is like fucking There's fifty three guys to a team plus um, you know, there's what, twenty four yeah, yeah, starters? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's thirty two teams. That's many people. Yeah. And so like I always think too, um I wonder and I, I wonder if it's even possible. So the way that we learn things And you don't see their faces. Yeah. And, and so the way that we learn things is is like there's supposed to be a rush of serotonin to our brains that causes us to remember things. So for you, there's something that's going on with the NBA that causes a rush of serotonin to your brain that causes you to remember these things. And so I always say to myself, it's an like, interest factor. Yeah. And I always say to myself, I wonder what if these guys applied themselves in something else? Like maybe one of these dudes who remembers stats could could be yeah. a data scientist that, that right. figures out like an answer something crazy. But then I wonder, well, is he going to get that same serotonin rush if I tell him that this doesn't have to do with some sort of NBA or well, NFL? Well, here's the thing. You know? Now those guys make millions of dollars working for Pro Football Focus no, or which, like um, – you know ESPN stat cast, and you're we, talking like Moneyball stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah. we had a kid named Ryan that is a, a friend of mine who has. Okay, his name is Ryan. His brother's name is Nolan. His whole family <laughs> is baseball. Yeah. Okay, he is that way with baseball, which if, is highly. If wow, you are like, crazy. who is the home run hitter in December of like 2001? He'll be like, uh. What month? And you're like, whoa, excuse me, what? Yeah, A Rod when he was with the Texans, blah, 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 blah. Like, he'll go bananas with stuff like that. And now he works for MLB Network. Like, he's just the guy that goes, all right, there's your stats. Yeah. And he's just like, he makes a shit ton of money doing that and like playing drums. Yeah, the people, like the people at Elias. Yeah. The yeah. Lions sports, they know they have all stat information. All of yeah, there was yeah. those guys. Those guys are going to be the ones that are going to change, like take over the world. It yeah. used to be, it was back in the day. Your teachers, when we were in high school, they'd be looking at us and saying, "Oh, you know, you make fun of the kid who knows computers, but one day he's going to be having a better job than you." Mm-hmm. Well, soon it's going to be you make fun of the kid who knows data, and he's going to one day have a better job than you. Because exactly. I ha- I work with these kids, these data scientists at my current job, and I met this kid and he his name is joe i'll never forget when i first met him the kid is the most awkward kid i've ever met i loved being around him though and he's got this business idea that he's going home and writing code on every night when he's home in his parents basement and all he's gonna do is develop this program i even feel bad saying it because it's like his baby but he's basically gonna develop a program where he can market for companies through memes and do guerrilla marketing for yeah. them. Yeah, because you see I mean, how that's, fast that's exactly it. Are, yeah. are like taking over. Yeah. Well, of course, Instagram. Yeah, because that feeds your serotonin level. Because Bam. so, uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram are coded specifically to tie it all back around yeah, their into algorithms. This. Yeah. Their algorithm is built so that it pleases you. Your lizard brain, your brain at yeah, all times. Lizard brain, yeah. So like your caveman brain that's not being chased by jaguars in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. You're not 
like fending off it's a lightning bug don't worry the door's open again guys i don't have air conditioning in here because peach is loud i, I kind of um, like it it's got like a real i know your house has a real con- not to get you off topic but your house has a real country i just gave a bug a concussion <laughs> <laughs> i did he went rolling under the yeah he's done yeah he's he's over thanks all we, we got a real all country v- feel going on yeah here is what yeah I was of course say. yeah thank you i appreciate that yeah, it I told does. Him that doesn't look uh, like his porch looks like georgia yeah it does no <laughs> i live down in north carolina this is how all the houses yeah, look it is yeah. i yeah. Yeah. My grandparents live in North Carolina. I thought wow. Adam was going to be sitting on the front porch when I pulled up and be like, "He was when I pulled ting, up." Ting. Sure is nice having land, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I could show you the backyard later if you'd like. Oh hell yeah! yeah. You got quads back there and stuff. Dude, he's fucking ripping yeah. it up. I got horses riding horses back there. <laughs> um, chicken. So, so all of these algorithms are built to feed the serotonin receptors in your brain with bright lights. It's the same idea as like going to a casino. Bright lights, pure mm. oxygen, pretty girls yeah. with drinks, with yeah. bright colors and shit. It's all the bells and the whistles and the, the rewards. Direction. You get rewards. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, validation. Mm. Somebody loves me. Ooh, I got a like. Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's that? And it starts to like, you start to think inward instead of outward. Yeah. And then you stop doing things like putting yourself in dangerous situations because you don't need that. You don't need to go for a run to get serotonin if you just do like 47 squats yeah. and then yeah. post a picture of your butt and then get 110 likes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's awesome. It's a lot easier to do that than it is to work yeah, super I, hard for something. I think what he was talking about before when it comes to uh, when he said people that are into sports and I know stats well and how they could – be like database guys um but they might not be interested because it has nothing to do with nba i think that's something that you have to develop when you're young you can't do something that someone that's like my age or i mean or close to it i feel like that's something even if they're into sports and they're into data because like my girl her son he's I can tell he's going to be like me when it comes to like yeah, just knowing sports. He watches he watches old Super Bowls just like how I used to when I was ten. <laughs> like he watches all that. He watches old NBA games and he he loves that shit. He right. loves it all. He loves watching documentaries, all, all that shit. So like, man, well it's a, that it's age a craving for can be information, into right? Something else. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. It, Once you get a certain age, it doesn't. Yeah. it's hard to. It's, like, change. Yeah. well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? Happen. Isn't that I, it, the, the I, old I, adage? Yeah, but I'm not saying it can't happen. It's just saying it's easier. Yeah, yeah, of course, because they're yeah. a young, developing brain. That's why it's yeah. easier to learn a language when you're learning how to speak English. See, yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Wise, like you can learn five languages at the same time right. if your brain is malleable enough. Actually, yeah, you, I, you know, I do that with my son right now. I'm, I'm speaking Russian to him when I yeah. can. I, not that I know it that well. As I'm learning it, I'm trying to say those why? words to him. So I just want him to know another language, and the great thing about the Russian language is that it's a different. The Cyrillic uh, text is a completely different alphabet than it's, what we yeah, use. Yeah, it's it's a completely different subset of language. Even it's yeah. not it's not derivative of Latin, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I think it's like. Um, Oh, I knew this when I first started learning. So I think it's the Aramaic texts, which yeah. is Latin and and that whole world. So this this doesn't co- this doesn't come from an Aramaic text. So it comes from another type of text. So there's characters in it. You know, kind of like when you look at Chinese, Korean, Japanese. Those are characters that to you 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 have no idea what those are. In 
in the Russian language, the Cyrillic text has characters that are that are nothing like what you're used to seeing. Then it also has characters that are like P makes an R sound, R makes a Y sound. Like they do have characters that are the same, that are similar, but, but they make yeah. a completely different noise. And then they have this is the other thing it's going to what you're saying. So a child, there's there's a noise that is made by Chinese people in in it's either Mandarin or Cantonese where they make a certain noise from their throat that you if you don't hear that noise be made before you're a year old you'll never develop the ability to hear or make that noise later in your life that's what language scientists say so there, there's a, a sound in mm. russian that is literally an accent sound and it's it's ugh, like it's from your throat and it took me six months to learn it and so i'm trying to get these things into my son's ear he might never i mean i don't know i might never be able to speak russian with him in my life but at least he's right. hearing another language that is from a completely different side of the globe yeah so you're trying to learn Russian to teach your son how to speak Russian. Yeah. What it's, about your wife? Is she going to learn too? She's not so on board. It's going to be, <laughs> she's not down with that. Yeah. She just she. My wife is the most wonderful human being in the world. She'll look at me and see my crazy crap. Like tonight, she's putting the baby down. I'm kind of like hovering around her, helping her out, helping her out, and waiting yeah. to come here. She's she understands it's important to get on other podcasts to show yourself to yeah, make, yeah, let yeah, people man. know who you are. And the last thing she wants right now is her husband leaving to go on a podcast and like hang out with because this is fun. This is like yeah. a great time. But she just supports it and she just kind of looks at me. She's like, "Go, like just get out of yeah. here." So when I do things like I come home and I look at the, my son and I'm like, "Gidia, mama," you know, I say like, "Where's your mother?" She just is like, "Oh my god, you're gonna confuse the hell." at him and then she walks away though so she's i'm lucky she's a saint yeah i'd be screwed if it weren't for her i would so, so uh you, talk about your podcast okay so you have two versions of your podcast yeah. that come out on the same feed you have the 20 minute blurbs yep. and then you have like the long form interview style yeah uh, how many episodes? I mean, you've just released episode fourteen. I heard it's doing okay. Yeah, it's going some, pretty well. Some schmuck, weird guy, some yeah. fucking weirdo was on it. Uh, but you've you've recorded like a, a crap ton, right? Like, yeah. So I have I have right now. I'm six episodes ahead of what um. It's awesome. Yeah, and so I actually did this on purpose for a couple of reasons. Number one, um. So here's a great thing, right? So I, I don't know. I, it's, I'm still playing with this, right? I don't know if people enjoy hearing one person speak for 20 minutes, and I'm still playing with that. And I'm always trying to pull feedback from people, and it kind of sucks. I'm sure you guys have experienced this. When people are listening to your podcast, they're putting everything on it that they want it to be, and that yeah. isn't necessarily what you're going for. But they're like, I've had people who are like, dude, you need to contact – you need to call, uh, I don't know, some right-wing politician commentator yeah. and like see if you can get on his show. And then I've had other people who were like, you need to call this person, see if you can get on his show. And they're all frameworks and method, like mindsets that I, I agree with, but I'm not going for and that's not what I want to be. Right. And But people hear you and that's what they think that like they want you to be. Anyway, so I'm still playing with that, but it helps because the really good thing about that is I'm not depending on anybody else to record an episode. I'm literally pulling out the microphone, sitting down. I wrote up a script. I know what I want to talk about. I know what I want to get across, mm -hmm. and then I speak. Yeah. And I don't know if people are into that or not yet, but I'm still playing with it. 
Yeah. Um, and I know Adam, you told me that you enjoy it, and I appreciate. Yeah, that. I was gonna say selfishly. I mean, keep putting out episodes. At least if you record six of them, so I have something to listen to. Yeah, and so you know what I mean. The other reason that I recorded six was because, and I don't know if there's any truth to this, but there was a podcast. I've been listening to podcasts forever, yeah. and I've been wanting to start a podcast forever. But with like the military things like that, I just never got. I got around it. I made bullshit excuses till I met Adam, um, <laughs> and so I did. I did. I I owe I owe that to you. Like it's funny, Adam. I owe it to a random guy that I met at a scar bar, but yeah. I owe it to you yeah. that, that you and my buddy Joe, who's a mutual friend of ours, pushed yeah. me over the line and said, you're going to do this. Yeah. But anyway, I was listening to a podcast called The Art of Charm Podcast, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're a great podcast, and they the guy who used to be the host of it said that the average podcast goes off the air after six episodes. So I was like, okay, <laughs> how am I going to stop that? I'm going to record six episodes six. and then I don't need to worry about that. I'll already have beat that mark and I will have already recorded uh, six episodes. Okay. I won't be one of those, the statistic. So I did that. And then now, and, and then I was like, okay, I'll loosen the slack and like chill out and only maybe do three. But then I knew my son was coming and the last thing I wanted, started banging him out. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know You're when my son time. is coming. Right. So I was yeah. like, let me line up another six episodes to have did in the they, pipeline. Did they say why only six? Like, did they say what happens? Here's my theory. Do they have like examples? This is my theory. And this is just from what I know from like being in the game now. Right. And I'm still new to the game. You guys are way ahead of me and it will uh, Trust me. We, what number episode is this though? One seventy one okay. or something like That's that. That's huge though. One yeah. seventy hundred. Like when you break that hundred mark, because I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, damn, am I gonna be able to keep this going? One episode a week, you know, yeah. like that's that's a lot. Fifty to- fifty is like the mark where you're like, okay, like I'm 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 good. We can ride here. Yeah, like, this is good. And I want to keep yeah. it riding. I'm gonna keep it riding. That's the plan. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here right now chatting yeah. with you all. Maybe I would for the fun of it. But so for me, it was just like the way that I looked at it was. I'm going to push past this, but when I looked at the market and now that I'm involved and I'm like always analyzing what people are doing and I'm always questioning myself, there are a lot of people right now who are pulling out their cell phones and they're recording on this thing and then they are doing like two episodes, losing faith in it, and they're wondering why people aren't paying attention to them. Right. And it's because they're recording shitty audio. They're not like thinking through what they're doing, but the ease of access to the market is so easy. Yeah, right? yeah, I yeah. Can it's li- just like anything else. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so competition, as Adam always says, right, a rising tide raises all ships, but a, a competition, oh, competition breeds success in my opinion, right? Like there's a reason – Tell me if I'm well. It actually didn't turn out well, right? When LeBron and who else was on the Heat, it did turn out well. How many championships did they have? Two, two. Okay, but people were talking about how they were going to have like eleven, yeah. right? And they didn't end up happening. But yeah. I, I do believe you're only as strong as like the people you surround yourself with most. Well, if D Wade and Chris Bosh was a little bit healthier, if they really wanted yeah. to, like you know, I believe it. You started talking about his boyfriend. Yeah, well, and yeah. so like they probably could have built a dynasty. But so I, I say that. Oh, to but say, it's all right because LeBron built building another dynasty. Yeah, with he Anthony did. Davis. <laughs> is that your boy? So, LeBron's your boy? Yeah, LeBron yeah, is his yeah. fucking. I respect the shit out of LeBron. He started his own university. He's an entrepreneur. I respect yeah. But so to close that point out, what, I I, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is that the to always love you, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> but so, ahead, yeah, no. So what I'm getting at is just that, like, that's my main belief is that um, it's such ease of access that now it's going to force the product to increase. And if yeah. you're not, I mean. Look at NPR. Look at all the people on Spotify right now. People yeah. are putting out shit that is 
professional stuff. And so if you're not putting out a good product, you're going to get lost in the ether and Mm -hmm. nobody's ever going to hear about you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, that was the uh, original conversation that we had Yeah, was, um, you know, when you were like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, okay, like, what are you doing tomorrow? You were like, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the next day? Like you just do it. And you're like, I don't know how to do stuff. And I was like, okay, here, like, here's the list of all the stuff that I have. Yeah. Like do it. And you're like, what, what, what's uh, like, why would you do that? You, having a good podcast makes us have a better podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I like to see people succeed because I want to prove myself against strong people, against strong characters. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you are well-spoken enough and you are technically sound enough to figure it the fuck out. Right. Sometimes you just have to be, t- you're a fucking Marine. You told where to go and exactly. fucking get it done. Yeah. Sometimes you, know what you need I mean? a little direction in life. Right. Exactly. Um, and that could be from a dude in a cigar shop or a bum on the street or a CEO yeah. of a company. That's yeah, I actually might be all three. I'm not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that uh, it's so important, dude, to like, you know, raise quality, the, to have the people around you to make that, that yeah. point again that you were just saying is to surround yourself with people that are also going to do like what you want to do. They have a very similar uh, vision. That's what we're doing with uh, the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Yeah. Like we have. Yeah, thanks for the follow, by the way. If you guys are listening, the Inner Circle Podcast Network is like all my <laughs> stuff now. Yeah. Good. Uh, we're here, baby. Yeah. Uh, so we found other podcasts in the country, like all over the country, that are about putting out great content and just putting out professional ass shit. Yeah. Recording content, putting it out, and yeah. just like allowing people to you know respond and be super open about it like we are not fucking joe rogan but also you know not yet if you if you shoot him a dm he's not gonna fucking answer you right if you got something to say about one of our shows like we can have a conversation about it yeah Yeah, yeah. uh and you are very similar in that in that fashion where someone can hit you up and just be like hey dude that interview that you did episode 14 with that really weird dude where he was talking super fast because he took a whole bunch of pre-workout before he came over (laughs) it's like really really fucking weird and please don't ever have that guy back on again um, and you'll be like, okay, cool. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> like listen to the next six episodes. Um, so it's, but it's, it's, it's you good. You say that Adam, but you know what? I'll tell you right now, you have a genuine and a, a wonderful story and people can resonate with that. that. They yeah, do. I appreciate that. Dude. You know, they, um, they, I, I don't know your story yet. When I have you on the show, I'll know your story, but <laughs> with, I've never been interviewed before. Yeah. And so I like to do that because I like I've to, never been interviewed. I like to see what you can pull out of people. And like everybody, every human being has a couple things that they want and that they have in life. And they, they want to be loved and they want people to love their story. And they want to have a good story. Like, there's a reason the Marine recruiting commercial used to be, if somebody wrote a book about your life, would anyone want to read it? And it's like, mm. that resonates with Would people. that book have pictures? <laughs> would those pictures be filled with hot chicks, get muscles, and guns? <laughs> America. Dude cracks a beer. Fucking fireworks chucks in the background. Fireworks. He's on a tank. Yeah. And a fucking bald eagle comes by. <laughs> I was like, oh, cigar, shit. Teddy cigar Roosevelt in the mouth. stabbing a bear. Yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah. Cigar in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. So, and so, like, I think people want that. They want to have a good story. And I think that a lot of people do have really great stories. But the other thing that it, I really want to pull out with you, Adam, and that's 
there, it, it's starting to happen now. This is my opinion. I think it's starting to happen now. But people were less willing previously because of our parents' generation, the generation before that, to talk about the shitty things. If anything, yeah. we're actually, I think we might be going too far. Like, yeah. everybody's like, oh, my life is so awful. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, like, share it. And you're yeah. kind of like, damn, dude. Like, is it that bad? Like, do yeah. you want everybody to know it's that bad? Or is it actually that bad? You right. know? So, right. But with you, right. there's a genuine, legitimate story where you're saying, that these are the setbacks that I had in my life. This is how I responded. This is where I am right now. These are the shitty things that happened, and these are the lessons I've learned from them. Yeah. And and reflection is huge, and it allows if and I said this on our episode because I just re- like listened to it again because my cousin was like that was one of your best episodes. Oh, thanks, dude. And he loved it, and I couldn't believe. I, I kind of wondered. I was like, what did Adam and I do that was any different than what we've been doing previously? Yeah, we just had a conversation, man. Yeah. it's just like. Two dudes getting together and talking some shit. Yeah, and people love know? that. But yeah. the one thing I said to you on the show that was that I that I agree with is if you if you have gone through any major struggle in your life and you have climbed that mountain where there were storms and there were paths that you didn't know whether or not you should go down and you get to the peak and you feel amazing and you come back down and you don't turn around and show somebody the way to get there, then you fucked up and you yeah. didn't do the right thing because there's somebody yeah. else who wants to summit that mountain and wants to climb that hill and they are sitting there and saying to themselves, shit, I wish I had a guide right yeah, now. Yeah, you need a Sherpa. Yes. Everyone needs a Sherpa. Yeah, you, and that's and you exactly gotta, what you said on the you episode. You gotta be yeah. a fucking sherpa dude yeah and it and it comes from not getting up to the summit and getting back down it's the journey itself so if you appreciate the journey you're willing to do it again yeah. but if you're willing to do it again with someone that ensures that that person will learn the appreciation that you show them to do it to somebody else right so it's not even about caring about what you did or caring about what that person does it's caring about the next two or three people behind them right because i can't be the only person that was really like fucked up in the head and developed an eating disorder because some girl called him fat while she was in college yeah you know what i mean like i I can't be the only dude that you know his parents have had cancer and he thought about fucking killing himself it's not not right yeah um I just happen to fucking be really good what at English, la- the English language. You know what I mean? Yeah, Not was, in that sentence uh, specifically, but what you said was well put. It sounded like you read it out of a book. No, no, I didn't. I know. You I didn't. just I've been eating no, alpha no, no. brain like fucking read, candy. No, you yeah, no, no, I know yeah, you didn't yeah, read nothing yeah. out of a book. I just I'm had just my saying. eighth one in the no, last twenty four really. hours. Yeah, he was like, you got to do it for this man, for the, for the next three men behind you, and before that, you got to do it for the eighth man. The eighth man trying to get to the sixth man, and that's the yearly award you get. And I, it was brother. I mean, thank, you. thanks, dude. I, mean, I appreciate well, that. Well, um, but I, I'm I'm serious, uh, and it, it, that goes with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was super good at tying shoes. You know what I mean? As and nobody is, else yeah. knew how to tie shoes, right. I would be like, "Hey, dude, like, gather around, motherfuckers! Yes. I'm gonna show you some some bunny ears, and we're gonna put them through the hole." And, yes, you know what I mean. And uh, this is this is our society now, right? Like, we, I cannot ever meet you, not ever know you, and I can reach out and touch you wherever you are, and I can do that. So this is like that. Uh, it's episode four of my podcast. It's one of my twenty minute episodes. I talk about the gatekeeper, the need to be your own gatekeeper because the gatekeeper is dead, right? So I used to be a communications major. I ran my own TV show in high school, and I went to college. What was it called? It was called Ocean Sports Network, and I was a sports broadcaster. For you had the high two. School. You had two, though, right? We had three. Oh, you had three, yeah. and then one, two of them died off. Yeah, they did. You guys were the only class that did one of them. Yeah, right? wow, you yeah. did your your shit. Look I listened you. to your show, bro. Wow, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so we 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 had three episodes going. It was, and that's not just because of me. There was a kid named Garrett Scheffler and a kid named Terrence Bodak who were both producing the other two shows. Yeah. And so the three of us ran the cable youth network in town, and we were doing really well. And we were, just, it was, a, and then we had this kid John Edwards who actually lives up the road from you guys. We had a lot of guys. There's this kid. I don't. If you check out the Beats and Booze podcast, there's a kid named Chris Spirito on there. He came <laughs> Beats up through and there. Booze. Beats <laughs> and Booze. These dudes. They just had. Um, What's this song? Hey, I think God, no, nah, nah, I just met you. I don't. I'm not a pop culture guy. What's and <laughs> your girl out in that, Boulder that with her tattoo great. on her shoulder? What's that song? Fuck. I I don't know. But if you someone if, if someone can take good. that audio and just remix it into a song for that me and send it to us, good. that would be great. Actually, I wish I wasn't sick right now. I fucking that was good. my man. My man can belt out a tune for you sure. Know, you know what I'm talking. The no, chain smokers. They're the chain smokers. He just had the chain smokers on his podcast. Oh, it's dope. And that's like a huge deal. Yeah, that is a that's really like big a gigantic deal. deal. Yeah. So these kids all I can't believe I totally blanked on those lyrics. So so he had these guys on the show and they were like there. And this is a kid who came up through this network. So I bring this all up to say that um, I was doing all this stuff and I learned that People used to have gatekeepers. It used to be if you wanted to record on a studio, you had to go meet a recording studio like host and they would listen to your stuff and then they would present it to some executive who's wearing a suit and he'd uh-huh. be like, this is garbage. Or if you wanted to get on the radio and you wanted to get listeners, you would need to get into a radio station where you had to work as an intern and then you could learn to be a sound engineer. And then finally, maybe if you showed them enough that you knew yeah. how to get up in front of the microphone and conduct yourself, yeah. you could be a host, right? Yeah. And so... So it took forever. That is all gone. We can sit in this room with a Gadsden flag and Captain America poster and whatever we got up on the TV Mm. and just put up whatever we want. And it's amazing. Yeah. But that goes to say that there's also some douchebag who's got a Nazi flag up on his wall and he's got yeah. he's spewing out hatred because yeah. there's no gatekeeper he can say whatever that's he wants right, no right. well that, that's what's that's what's beautiful about this is right. that like it's the cream free. right the cream will rise to the top and, and so if, your job is to do it your, for yourself right right, right exactly yeah. yeah um and I even when we first started recording this we it was difficult to get like a good amount of shit together. You had to, we rid our first, what, 35 episodes. We recorded at a studio. We paid someone to use their studio. Did you use that one down in Red Bank? I think you guys have used it before. What's the name of it? The, uh, those, they, they, it's Jay and Alliance. Silent Bob. Alliance. Alliance Media Studio. Yeah. yeah. Is it Jay and Silent Bob's like crew comic book? Oh, crew? Ming? Yeah. We, no, we recorded oh, a brother Ming's a couple of times. Oh, he's he's in Eaton Town. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a shared yeah, podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A shared, shared universe. universe. Yeah, shared, yeah, yeah, those guys. Those, yeah. And that's a great thing. That's brother great. Ming is the fucking best. Yeah. That guy yeah, is the absolute greatest. We've been there a good amount of times. Yeah. We linked up with him through another podcast. Um, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did a show with uh, calling the shots, and we were like, we didn't have enough microphones for all the people. And he was like, hey, like, uh, we have a spot that we can record at. So we went there, and Ming was just like, hey, what's up? I'm a B-list celebrity. Here's my phone number. Like, <laughs> let's hang out. Do you guys like yeah. Death Wish Coffee? Like, do you want a T-shirt? Can I be on your podcast? What like, does he have to do with Death Wish Coffee? I don't know. He, his whole podcast studio is sponsored by Death Wish Coffee. I love Death Wish Coffee. Dude, Co- yeah. Death, Death Wish Coffee. That every time every time I go there, he's like, you want a bag of coffee? Here you go. Like, he's the fucking sweetiest yeah. sweetie pie of all yeah, sweetie I mean, pies. Really? Really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Really? Cool. yeah, we yep. showed up with like... 13 dudes from different parts of the country and we're like hey we want to talk shit for two hours he's like okay cool here are the keys see ya 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's the fucking best. Wow. The guy's the best. But yeah. he mm-hmm. he does uh, comic book men with Kevin Smith. and Yes. Yeah. 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 That guy's um, impressive. But without guys like that, it would be really difficult to yeah. do stuff. So I, not that I'm anywhere near that, but, you know. Uh, we've recorded other podcasts here in this studio, you know, guys that have been like, hey, like, I don't have a studio, but I got some shit to say. I'm like, okay, let's see how it goes. Yeah. And if you want to only record six episodes and then put them out and then you're going to get 12 downloads and because you don't put it out on yeah. Instagram and you're not for real, real about it, then yeah. that's okay. That's cool. Give me 25 bucks. Call it a fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, or if you're my friend, hang out, whatever, I'll, you know, we can do a show together to get your, your chops wet, whatever. You can come on our show. It's not a big deal. I want more content. I love right. having podcasts to listen yeah. to because yeah. that, because nobody listens to terrestrial radio. Nobody wants to do any of that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's silly. I um, hate quoting Gary V cause I, I, I think he just screams at people and it gets their like adrenaline up. And yeah. But he's a Jets like fan. So I'm okay yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, when I watched the NFL, I was a Jets fan. So I used to be, I, I, I used to have that. Chad yeah. Pennington jerseys that I did rock all the time. Um, but, and I, you know, was, was down for the letdown every year. But, um, the one thing that Gary Vee does make a really good point about is I, I almost feel, and this is kind of like the bad thing, if you just put out content at a, on a repeated basis where you release at the same time over and over, you get your customers or your your viewers or listeners into the habit of listening to you, you could be putting out garbage. But if you're just trying and like doing really well, people no longer are doing things with their lives. They're just consuming content so you can get a hold of listeners that way and so it's funny because one of the things that i try to do repeatedly is convince people to put technology down and to not be constantly consuming content but at the same time it is what makes it easy for people who at least have a bare minimum idea of what they want to put out to the world to be able to develop some sort of show that they're going to get people to listen to but what we have right now i even had a kid you know, I don't think he's even listening to this or anything like that. He's trying his ass off. He just might off. be. Everyone he's, is. He's he's tr- this kid is trying his ass off, and it's just uh, unfortunate because what he's trying his ass off at is he's um, he keeps like putting up this content of him getting drunk and recording podcasts. And when I say like he's binge drinking and recording podcasts, and like one of their episodes was of him projectile vomiting into a garbage can in the middle of the episode that nobody wants to listen to that you yeah, know like no. yeah there's absolutely no, not that's, it's not he's, he's young right he's, he's very young yeah, and he just got yeah. out of the marine corps and so and you know what i know what he's going through he's trying to find himself and i actually have a whole episode about that coming out because it's very tough to find yourself when you get out of the marine corps yeah. you well, have an identity crisis you lose your sense of purpose and values yeah and we'll, we'll talk about that i mean because yeah. like well, you I go in you up a lot Oh, would you say I'm sorry? They, they beat you up a lot in there. In the marine? No, 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 no. So yeah, well, you get into a lot of you do a lot of hand to hand combat training. Uh, no, I don't mean just that. I mean like mentally too. Yeah, well, so this is actually what uh, what me and this kid talk about. His his name is Nick. We we talk about the fact that it, they take 13 weeks, 10 to 13 weeks to make you a marine, mm-hmm. and they own you for every single day from 5 a.m. till 9 p.m. And then some, some nights in the middle of the night, they're getting you up and doing things with you. Um, and that's boot camp, or that's officers candidate school. That's what's going on. And then when it's time to leave, right? And so you've been a part of what uh, sociologists call a total institution for your whole time. And so for at least five years, you're told what to wear, you're told where to go, you're told what to do, you're told how to conduct 
yourself. It's very much like prison. Prison is a total institution. Mm -hmm. And then you get out and it's time to leave and you get one week of training for going back into the civilian world and you get – that's your only week of preparation. And the next thing you know, you went from being immersed in an organization that thrusts a sense of purpose, values, and belonging upon you to – not having that and even if you yeah. do join another organization right out they're not as extreme as the marine corps they're not like throwing these things down your throat and so you're forced to figure it out on your own and that can be yeah and a, and a lot of times you're 17 16 18 years old you know oh, what i yeah. mean oh yeah uh, your, good point. your brain is yeah. super malleable you're looking for purpose you're looking for that's why people uh, prescribe themselves to they or they subscribe rather to these ideologies that are like fuck you I'm straight edge drugs are the worst and yeah. I never want to fuck it, blah, blah blah this and that or fuck you I'm a Nazi now or yeah. Yeah. I'm in this fucking gang or yeah. I'm like fucking America yeah like yeah. they they identity crisis they're right they don't That's know exactly what it is they don't know who they are and they're not going to know who they are for another 20 years right you know what I mean but um and some sense of the form, all of these organizations capitalize on that. But um, not to say, not to discredit any of the values or the um, all of the the learning experiences mm-hmm. that are uh, deep within them. Uh, all of them, specifically, you know, um, the Marines and the the military. But um, it they they're looking for something, and they don't have something. And a lot of these kids, a lot of it's unfortunate that a lot of the people that go into the military don't have the best background. They don't have another route. There are guys, there are a lot of times, like we all know a lot of people that didn't have an opportunity to go to college. They didn't have an opportunity to better themselves or have a lot of jobs in their area. It's a lot of guys from Alabama who's uh, like from a broken home and their dad hit their mom and you know they're all they know is their drunk uncle and the guy down the street that shoots guns and they're like i gotta fucking do something else or i'm gonna be that guy so they join the military and then all of a sudden they're like okay this is my life this is everything in my life and then they get thrust back out into the world now with a shit ton of money a camaro and like <laughs> some girl on the internet that's like i love you i want to marry you yeah. it's like you can go fucking nuts man it's actually really weird how much you understand that situation because that's like the Camaro girl on the internet thing is so true. Those yeah. things happen. Yeah, yeah, I've met a couple of guys from the military. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. like so many of those young guys that do that. They buy the Camaro. They meet some chick on the internet who says that she's in love with them. And she just wants their money because she knows she ha- they have a paycheck. Right. So it's right. Really and tough. then they get married, and then like, yeah. oh then my god, divorced. I love my my soldier wife of a soldier. And then they get their little sticker on the back, and they're yeah. like that. And it's <laughs> the same ideology that they're applying themselves to mm. because that person doesn't have anything worth the salt either because that girl is from North Carolina yeah. and they have a very similar situation from a broken home. Oh my God, we have so much in common. We like the same Drake songs and our mom got punched. Like <laughs> let's get fucking married. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and it, it's, it's really upsetting because those are the guys that come back the most fucked up. Yeah. If you see combat, there's a very good chance that you are not in tune enough with your own body to handle the, the, the shit that you've seen yeah you know and, and it those are the guys that unfortunately either kill themselves or go nuts and kill someone else or do something to get arrested and then they're happier inside when they're yeah. arrested because they're like okay here's structure i need that structure back yeah you know what i mean because you, they don't 
learn anything else other they don't know how to conduct themselves without that yeah um because if you're not strong enough of your own mind and of your own salt then you're not going to be able to figure out how to do shit on the outside that's why like uh what was that movie with jake gyllenhaal where he was like the a, marine yeah, yeah. Jarhead. jarhead jarhead that's, that's it that where was, he yeah. he kept going back right yeah and it, no that was the hurt locker where he keeps going back but jarhead with jake oh gyllenhaal. that that was um uh the Hurt Locker was uh, the dude that locked himself in the the safe with Denzel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And he also had a movie where he thought he was Bugs Bunny and he like shot people and ate carrots and shit. Yeah, and he's like, what, uh, what are y'all talking about? It, it's a it's a white dude with weird eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. You know, you make two points that you brought up though that I want to cover. One of which is that there is something that needs to be said about military spouses. Military spouses are some of the best human beings on this planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to no, like no, discredit no. that at all. I just wanted yeah. to. Um, there used to be a good um, TV show about uh, military wives. I think it was like Army Wives. Yeah, that yeah. Was, was, and they are. They're, they're that, now. That, there that are definitely good, some of them show. that fucking cheat on their men while they're overseas, which is yeah. that is that that should be a sin that is punishable by death, in my opinion. But I agree. It is. That's a whole other story. But the other, <laughs> if anything, anything uh, by death, by death, stoning. Yeah. In fact, but but the. The, like the women, like my wife now, I wasn't in combat tours, fortunately, so I, I take that as a blessing every day. Uh, I don't ask to dance with the devil, but it, it does suck when like that's what you train for and then you think that you're going to go to that and you don't. But you, you're thankful that you never had to deal with that because that's an awful thing. I don't wish that on any human being. But even while you're just training, so when I went and did deployments, we were doing bilateral lateral training exercises with other military uh, agencies and from other countries. You're doing inherently dangerous things. You're blowing things up. You're dropping out of helicopters. You're jumping. Yeah. You're in perfectly good ships and dropping out of them in smaller ships to get to shore. That is extremely dangerous. And all the while, your family is back home carrying on with what they're doing, wondering if you're going to be dead one day, you know, because you're in a training exercise. Uh, that and this is happening to Marines all the time. I was going to say that happens fairly often, right? Unfortunately, it it does, but. And, and the really unfortunate thing is it happens mostly with guys that are doing training in helicopters, and it actually happens – this is like the weirdest thing. It's been happening a lot with MARSOC guys, which is Marine Special Operations Command. So they are like operators, but they're doing things in helicopters, and like the helicopters are going down. So it, it does suck. But so anyway, I was saying that mm -hmm. to say that they're the ones that are at home trying to figure out – their life while yeah. you are gone doing fun shit you know you're right. doing dangerous things that are exhilarating and you're blowing things up and you're having a blast and they're like waiting for the next phone call so god bless them for that yeah. but but you do make a good point too i don't know that the issue is that guys want to be back in a total institution like prison my theory is that and and these are just theories that you know that's that's all it is my theory is that it's actually that we are getting so good at training members of the military how to do violent things that when it comes again if you read two books i would recommend on combat and on killing by uh colonel dave grossman he talks about how we've gotten so much better at teaching people how to kill people of course and i think that those guys that go on these shootings and doing these crazy things that is what's fucking them up is that they're learning all those things where, wait, where are you learning these things from though um, so where they're learning them from, one of the things that's getting a lot better in society or, or uh, in the military for training and things like that is it used to be that we would 
train people in the military to do things like shoot pop-up targets that looked like squares, right? Okay. And so if you look throughout history, it actually was very difficult to get anybody to shoot a human being. And only about 20% of the military was willing to fire at the enemy. And so there was a lot of like posturing and very aggressive actions that didn't actually result in killing anyone. And that's like in the 1940s and before then. Why? Why? I don't get like... Because it's the, the biggest taboo in the world is to take the yeah. life of another human being it's actually yeah, extremely difficult i guess i mean i guess but you're in the military i think it's difficult enough like the training and all that once it's time for war you would just assume that they're shooting at you you're shooting back and you're not thinking twice about oh is he gonna die like you just gotta just shoot so you're 100 percent right and the studies show that it, it's actually it's the what happens is when a lot of these guys like drop their rifles and level them at each other to take fire they're aiming to miss it back in the day before like even in world war ii during the generation that we hold they're the highest aiming to miss yeah i don't think that they were aiming to miss us so well, we feel that way but it's, if you look at the data and you look at the statistics that's actually what backs it up is that see, that was happening i back see then. this i think this is when stats and numbers um need to mind their fucking business yeah um, <laughs> and so we got better to bring it full circle for you. Hold on, I ain't go done ahead, yet. Go ahead. I ain't done yet. <laughs> that, that that's a problem right there. You said, look at the data. The data shows we people been missing us, and so we've been missing them. Yeah. Well, nobody fuck inherently that. wants to kill another person. So it's really right? hard like, to take the life of another it. human being. And let, let me back it up. Let me back it up. This is this is a place where we learn that actually in World War II, we could be very good at killing people. You think people. it's just nervousness? No, maybe? It's, it's that in your mind. Because they the, want to hit him and it's like, fuck. <laughs> maybe that's what it is, right, Peach? It's that right. in your mind, the worst thing you can do is kill. There's two things that are the worst thing you could do. Kill someone and rape someone. Those are the two things that uh, are the worst taboos that you I don't, can engage in. I don't in. like rape. Right. And, and what's weird is that rape actually occurs a lot in military scenarios. We almost do really? the same. Yeah, yeah, if you look throughout history. Yeah. Is it wars, like, mar- like uh, marine on marine rape? No, 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 no. So when I say rape, I, now right now when I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not speaking about uh, just the Marine Corps. I'm speaking about warfare in general. So if we yeah. go back to... Genghis Khan, you know, to these guys who are like taking over the world. Yeah, oh, the you're talking about like uh, raping, raping and pillaging, like But then that went on. That went on into the 21st sure, century I'm almost, sure, right? Sure, and we sure. we still have that issue. If you read a book called Black Hearts, it's a really good book about war crimes and atrocities, and it's a group of army. I think they're rangers, but they might just be regular infantry who are so bored on their deployment that they actually end up rolling into a house and they rape a girl uh, and light her on fire while they're raping her and it's like it's awful it's one of the worst stories i've ever read and they make officers read so it's a really good book or it's worse horrible (laughs) it's a it's a good book it's a good book to learn if you're going to be an officer right and you need to be in charge of a platoon of infantrymen or whatever yeah i won't write that one down it's an awful book to read so but what we learned about our society is that up until the 1940s, even then, we were very bad at getting people to kill people. And prior to World War One, you were able to blame it on the weapons that you had because they were so shitty, right? Like, they weren't that good. Of course. Right? So I could be like, this is a shitty rifle or this is a bad cannon or something like that. In World War One. We had to finally reach the level of technology where projectiles could be shot at an enemy and kill them that was – 
lethal, so lethal. And so what started happening was people started aiming away, and they didn't want to do I'm these things. This. Like, I can't if you I'm read, and, and this is Grossman's point, and there's a lot of data crazy. and stats to back it up. You can come against it, and people do. But so no, nah, I believe I believe what you're saying is true. I just think it's stupid, and I respect that. But so where they learn? No, I think he thinks. Okay, let me explain his point. Like, yeah, yo, we're trying. Like, no, 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 no. The act, the, the act game. of shooting yo, away here. from someone is stupid. Is what he's saying. It, it is not it is. the not the point itself. No, that no, 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 no. Not you're that right. what you're saying is stupid. I think yeah, what he just. No, said. I get what you're saying. I, I understood yeah. that. Yeah, and you're right. I'm not yeah. good at explaining because if there's a dude, <laughs> I just tell you how I feel and if hope you understand what I'm saying. If there's a dude who wants to kill you, like that's really like rough to not want to kill him, right? But also, our weapons were so bad back in the day that we actually didn't really get up close to the enemy as much as we do now now that's barring like revolutionary war tactics yeah, where we would step up in front and like ready aim fire but also the weapons were so bad then that it made it easy to do that i'm not gonna lie pause for a second go ahead go ahead if you could go back then could you be like son what the fuck are we doing yeah. way back here yeah like, can yeah. we either are we either going to get a shake or not yeah i ain't gonna be Ready, aim, f- no, nah, yeah, I'm ready. Come, let's go. Yeah. Well, that that was actually the first, um, the first time that people used guerrilla tactics. Yeah. Correct? Was well, it, irrele- it wasn't the first, but it was but the first it was time like, the Americans did. Yeah, right. Then uh, was it around Christmas? What? If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> did I? Did I? Yeah, George it, Washington. Yeah, he sailed across the Delaware and killed yeah. the uh, British in their sleep. Right. Was yeah. in Christmas. Right. Yeah, it was, it was on Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? How did I just alpha brain, baby? I just pulled up out of fucking fifth grade. We're at war. What makes you think like, yo. It was different then, dude. So I was bringing this to tell you that machine gun teams. We learned that machine gun teams were actually the most deadly thing that we could put on the battlefield. And here's why. It generally takes four men to run a machine gun. Okay. There's a shooter, a spotter, an ammo man, and then a a rear security guard. Okay. Who the rear security guard exists in case one of the three men, the ammo, the, the shooter, the spotter, or the ammo man die, they can jump on and support the team. Now they were lethal because here's the reason why the shooter can't see what he's shooting. The spotter is not pulling the trigger. The ammo man is only feeding the ammo. The rear security guard is only there if something goes wrong. So no one is taking the blame for killing all of these people directly. They're saying, no, I'm not doing this. So the shooter is sitting there and he's saying, I'm not doing this. The guy who's spotting these targets is doing this. The spotter is like, well, I'm not pulling the trigger. So the shooter is doing this. And the guy who's feeding the ammo and is like, well, I'm not, I can't see what we're shooting and I'm not pulling the trigger. I have nothing to do with this. And the dude in the rear is like, well, I just hope nobody dies. I'm not going to kill any of these people. So they actually were extremely lethal because no one had to take on the pain of being the one who actually took the lives of another human being. Now, fast forward. Are these these people innocent people? Like if these are even Americans, these are Germans, these are World War One. Like that's who it is: the French, the Germans, the Americans, the British. Like there are people who are engaging in legal warfare, so they are taking lives, but they're not doing it in a murderous way, as, as far as we're concerned. Mm. Now, if we fast forward to the 1970s, we start to replace targets that are squares with bullseyes in the center to man silhouette targets. And now I'm running you through the motions and building the habit of teaching you to look through a scope or look through a sight, see the image of a man show up. You can't see his face. You don't know, you you know, you can't tell that he's human exactly. It's an indiscriminate target that's shaped like a man. Exactly. And then you pull the trigger and that target falls down, right? So now I haven't, 
taught you to kill a man, but I built the habit of you seeing the shape of a man pulling the trigger and that man falls down. So now we go into the into Vietnam and then we get into the wars that we've had since 2001, since September 11th. People are very good at killing people now. They're really good at killing people. We've made our military extremely lethal. And so now these guys are coming home and dealing with that. And, and this is like my long way of saying that I don't know that it, they're doing it to get back into an institution like a prison, but they're doing it because... They're so good at it now. Right, they don't know anything else. And we haven't trained them out of it. Right, like a watchmaker is not going to go and do anything else if he stops it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do what you're good at and you got to do what you've been trained to do. And so, yeah, and so I don't know that that's going to make them go back and, like, pull the trigger and want to kill people. But I do know that, like, it's going to make them suffer from higher rates of post-traumatic stress. And it's going to make them have issues because when they actually go to combat, they're much more willing to pull the trigger. And so if I go to combat, I never pull the trigger, I never kill somebody. Yeah, it might have sucked. I might have gotten shell shock from artillery rounds or 81 millimeter mortars from the enemy landing in my position. But... I'm gonna. What the hell did you just say? Uh, it's like a, <laughs> it's like an indirect fire weapon that shoots a round up in the sky that lands into your position. An 81 millimeter mortar is like, um, it's like it, a fucking firework, dude. Yeah, exactly. And then it lands in your, yeah. in your spot. It so. blows your shit up. Uh, yeah. And so whatever. So I th- and what I'm what I'm saying is it's just like imagine explosions going off all the time. How much that fucks with your head? Yeah. 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 yeah so like, so what imagine I'm like is, a dog in a thunderstorm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that now we've gotten we like if that that used to be the worst thing you had to deal with. Now we're bringing these guys home who are literally like extremely lethal and they've taken the lives of all of these people and that like they're having trouble dealing with that and that is understandable. Yeah. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot for yeah. the brain to fucking figure out because mm-hmm. Why don't they you guys they do taught something you about it though cuz like you just said that uh Because their job is to get the job done is to to eliminate the enemy at I times and to complete the mission, be like some type of grieving. Uh, right. Well, that was the point I was going to make is that at this point they've gotten so good at teaching them how to kill people and not great at teaching them how to deal with killing people because it's not their job to worry about that. I no, guess yes, or what? You got. You should. You can't just bring these people in and be like, "All right, we're going to fuck up your life, but we're not. If we're not going to well, be able it, to help it you, doesn't out. always fuck." up somebody's yeah, life it yeah, kind of I'm, serves them up i'm sure it does you know what it, I mean? but like, i'm saying for the people that does i feel like everyone should be able to like get their get their life checked out before they go back into society these people can come back as being fucking like murderers yeah right. so you know i don't know, know that they're saying? coming back and being murderers no no no, I, no, no, I no, no 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 i don't think they're murderers like at the yeah. moment i'm saying that some people can go so crazy and don't know how to deal with like right like they can turn into fucking rambo pretty yeah. much yeah. <laughs> no one needs fucking rambo running around long branch yeah rambo's not trying to hurt none of us but at the same time a lot of us are going to end up getting fucking hurt because <laughs> rambo got a big ass gun a knife shit gonna get blown up and I, I i can't deal so i feel like there should be a a program for get your shit together program before you like a six of- month period to kind of help decompress and so then we get into the discussion of the taxpayer dollar and how much that's going to cost because it's going to be a lot gonna, of money yeah. it costs mad money for to like well, I mean, the amount of money that Therapy? the military is getting, you think they spend a couple I mean, the million. DOD has a huge budget. Yeah, we can do it. But yeah. do we want – and so this is – so I, I play my yes, own – we my, do. We want to fix these people. We want to fix my, you guys. I, I agree with you because I know? think the number one job of the military is to win our nation 
citizens wars. The number two job of the military is to make better citizens. I think yeah. because what we said in the beginning, you brought up a good point. We've got guys that are coming from these low socioeconomic backgrounds who have they grew up in a family that was abusive or you know there wasn't a mother or father around. And so now they're standing here and they're done with the military. We want them to re-enter society and be a person who is willingly accepted and is going to be a positive contribution to society. That's right. We want goal. them to be leaders in their neighborhood. Exactly. You know what Which I mean? a lot ideally, of them are. Yeah. I'll, ideally, you would like for you know a Marine to come home and then that's your neighbor. That's the guy that's cutting his lawn and it's like you exactly. know he gets up. You say, oh, hey, John, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great, man. What are you doing? Oh, I just hit a flow tank and I got a pedicure. Yeah. I had a pretty great week. All right, great. <laughs> Fucking thanks for your service, dude. I'll see you later. We're going to smoke cigars. You know what I mean? Like You're 100% right. That's the yeah. American dream. That's right. how it should be. Right. And, and and so even I, I want, like, I hope that everybody's listening to this knowing you, your veterans are coming home and whether they, they served in combat or not, these guys are the same as you. These gals are the same as you. They're nothing crazy. They're not Rambo. They're not those things but you're 100 right when you say we should be spending more time training them and so to to re-enter the civilian world and so on my episode that's going to be coming up with this kid nick chrysopolis we talk about that and i said to him i posed this question to him because he's got a podcast called sergeant secret battle and he basically went through some depression coming out this kid didn't have any combat he wasn't a train killer he was an f-35 mechanic but he just had so much pride and being a marine that the identity crisis gave him a, a depression episode when he came out and he had a really hard time and and this is another thing is it's like it does you don't even need to go kill anybody you don't need to go do anything horrible just be like taking your uniform off and waking up on monday and saying like shit i don't have anywhere to be there's nobody looking up to me there's nobody waiting for me to give them orders there's nobody asking me to do these things that can be extremely difficult and so what we need to do as a society is Bring these people back in and pull them under our arms and train them to be citizens of our society so that they're not as brainwashed as they were being in the military because that does do that to us. It makes us brainwashed and it makes us ready to do all these awesome things for our country. Now that we're back, it's time to reset, reattack, take a deep breath. Hey, let's mow this lawn together. Right. Let's the next, smoke this the, cigar together. Right. The next mission is be a citizen. Yeah. And you know what exa- I mean? That's a great way to put it. The next yeah. mission is be a citizen. Can you fucking go grocery shopping like a normal human being? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's Broccoli. That's Broccoli's on sale, motherfucker. Yeah, let's, let's go. Roll. Let's oh, roll. Man. I'm going to show you where the frozen food is. Yeah. Suit you. up. Get your fucking you know, bags. Like, you can't go around Boston, civilians around. Like, no, this isn't the military. <laughs> no, I don't got to fucking go. I don't got to do Biting the tops of pineapples <laughs> off and shit. Get out of here. Do you know what's funny is like that's probably been the hardest thing for me to deal with is, and I the they, you, can't, you can't just tell random people what to do. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it is. I know it sounds crazy, you but can't it's just like, like yo, turn your music down in your car. It's get the fuck out of here. Hey, get away from me. Do you, you know what's funny that. though you is you like can't do that. you're 100 percent right. Or or you like you want you see somebody doing something awful like they're just doing a horrible job of it and you can tell mm. and you're like I I know a way better way to do this that person doesn't give a shit yeah, like, they don't uh, want to hear what you have to call say mind your business yeah yeah oh yeah but i'm sure being in that road and like you said it, you get brainwashed i'm sure like it's hard like i don't fault you guys for anything you do actually i i salute and celebrate you guys I because appreciate that. the fact that you are willing to do what you do i'm i'm telling you i'm not willing 
Yeah, and no, I'm not, and I'm not, that. and I'm not going. Yeah, like no, I'm not going to fight. Get fuck out of here. I'm, <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even like guns. So yeah, how's that going to work? Yeah, never even touch one. So how's that going to work? So fuck out of here. No, and I respect that. I probably shoot the gun. I should fall out my hand and shoot myself. <laughs> so how the fuck is that going to work, sir? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying so. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. So people like you, I I salute you guys. No, I appreciate that very so, much. But the fact that like the things you guys go through and. There's something that there's some there's got to be a way for you guys to like, not all you guys because I mean a lot of you guys are are can survive as regular civilians. Yeah, absolutely. Society, but there are a few that need to like you got to work on. Because yeah, yeah. And it's enough that I think that there could be a program set. There's nothing you know? wrong with well, that. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with like you ended up that. Way. Of course, we don't want. I say we like I'm part of the motherfucking military. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You say we like the citizens. Yeah, I think me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, as see? an American. Yeah, we don't want you to come back and fucking be all be still in the military mode. No, I yeah. I mean, we don't want you to forget where you came from. Of course, you you were in the military. Of course, we want you to always remember that. And if it was especially if it was good times for you. Yeah. But at the same time, remember, like it's over. It's probably like uh, retired cops. I'm sure they probably go through it too when they you're do. retired yeah. and you that's probably. That's a total institution. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, man. You probably. Yeah, being a cop, I'm sure is like. Man, you see how cops act. Yeah, hell yeah. That got to be yeah. an institution. So, I, like, uh, I not to cut you off, I have a regular customer of mine in, in my building. Um, do you make pizzas for? I do. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is a retired cop and he works as like a part time security guard. Yeah. He just That's likes, what they he likes do. the right He likes the to be the dude with the gun who's in control. Right. Yeah. He, he's kind of yeah. just like chilling. But you could tell that he's still got the haircut. Yeah. He's like an older guy. He, he's got the same four jokes that you know he told when he was a cop. And he's like, uh, every time I'm like, hey man, you're you going to get some lunch? And he's like, you don't get a body like this. By not eating pizza, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? And I'm like, I get it, dude. You're he's like it. walking away. He's like, I'll be around like a donut. I love carbohydrates. I love, I love them. They're my friends. Like, but, yeah. but I'm assuming that a lot of uh, military guys and retired police officers, they do jobs like... Um, Security guards, security, um, yeah. and uh, correction officers. Well, so yeah. and then you make a good point too, because my cousin, he, who I, I love, he's the reason I joined the Marine Corps. My cousin David, uh, he went into the Marine Corps. He was a, a tow gunner. So if you ever played Call of Duty, it's that sick fucking rocket that shoots out, does a top attack. So it goes up and then it lands directly on top of whatever you aimed at. And so that's like a you can take down a tank that way. He it's, shoots that thing. He, he that, that was what he was trained for to be a tow gunner. So fucking um, but, dope. Yeah. Job. And so he also was an infantryman and then he got put in charge of a cat section which is combined anti-armor tank platoon. Whatever. He went came back and now he's a cop and that's what he's doing. But he talks to me about it all the time and he's like, dude, I'm done being a trigger puller. Like I don't want to be a trigger puller anymore. Now he's doing it because it's putting food on the table and right. it's what society gave him. But if we had something where we could give these guys like I work in tech right now. Trust me. The first few weeks, I was like, where the fuck am I? I'm like, right. you know, I see the eighth chick walk by me with a beanie on her head, and, like, mm-hmm. we're inside, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm Stacy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my Mad God. Mad dudes in flip-flops with they, jeans you know, on. Everybody's yeah. rocking Patagonia, and I'm yeah. sitting there in, like, 
that my boss told me don't wear a tie the first day. So I wore everything but a tie. I wore a full suit yeah. and a and a like collared shirt and nice dress shoes that I shined up, yeah. but no tie. And then he four looked, sharpened pencils. <laughs> like you said, you nice, were ready to nice go. Dress shoes that he shined. Yeah, up. absolutely. That matched the belt and everything. Right. It's like so. I come in and I'm in this place where they have cold brew on tap, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like. Holy shit, where am I? And yeah. people are like, "Oh, dude, welcome to the firm." And I'm like, I'm, "I'm I can't believe what's going on." And I'm I'm scared to talk to my boss because I shouldn't approach him until somebody introduces me to him. These are all the things I've been taught and that I was taught when like you said, Adam, I was 22 years old when I went in the Marine Corps. Right. So like I've been taught these things that are very formative time in my life. But then now I'm in this world where they're chilled out. They're they're just waiting for me to chill the fuck out. I finally chill out and they're like, dude, what's going on? And I'm like, what's up, Bess? You know, I'm, I'm having a good time. And I'm Hello, other children. Yeah, and I'm like fucking loving it. And it's a great and I'm like, yeah, let's go get some cold brew on tap, you know? And of course, you know, do I feel the same? Like, do I have the same? There's a reason I started a podcast and talk about the things I want to talk about. I'm like, okay, this stuff doesn't exist in my life anymore. I don't have that opportunity. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to make it be here so that I can do these things. Right, you have to capitalize on the opportunities that you present for yourself so that you can achieve the goals that you want. Exactly. It's like a whole... Bam. Yeah. Yeah, get that fucking snippet on a a YouTube motivational cast. And also, suck it. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Put that in our fucking promo. Yeah. Uh, Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Bitch. I don't know. That's all I had for that. You had it. It was a great it was a great additive to oh, that. Thanks well, for that, Bobby. Well, thank you. Um so are you feeling that you're getting a good sense of purpose with your podcast cuz I kind of feel like I fucking love your show and I I like podcasts have become my main source of entertainment. Um because it's so easy. You just pop in your two little wireless earphones and then you go about, you know, my prep for the day like I, you know, uh, you know, set my fire, do my mise en place, and then keep it fucking rocking. Uh, but I'm listening to podcast all day, like a you know six hours of entertain, like of quiet, or six hours of listening to my friends do I'm, what they want to do. Losing my train, my um interest in music, like I notice sometimes because of podcast. Yeah. So sometimes yeah, because I it's like, more interesting to you. It's more. Like it's more um feasible information that you can retain. You know what I mean? Regardless if I listen to three hours of a podcast of Joe Rogan interviewing a guy who said he saw UFOs at Area 51. Like... See, I can't do it. But see, but it's a longer... He saw him, damn it. It's the fact that it's a longer, uh, like, just a thing. Like, songs, it just... Two minutes and some change. Yeah, you need more. Yeah, like it's the, the difference between a I snack like and a meal, right? I like dialogue. I like dialogue. Always, yeah. always like dialogue. Especially so. in porn, right? You like... Yeah, I like porn dialogue. It makes it better. It's so it makes weird. It, it makes it interesting. It makes a he likes like the whole storyline, the yeah, setup, the, the whole line. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, wonder. Yeah. I like. It makes. I always wonder now when I talk to people who are like, "Yeah, I'm not listening to podcasts." I it blows my mind. It's almost. I feel like we're on Netflix and it's like 2003 and, and they're yeah. still sending out DVDs. You know, yeah. you're like, yeah. dude, you should really check this thing out. But it sh- but I also then, you know, when you're in the crowd, you feel like you're like, damn, everybody's got a podcast now. You know, yeah. every, every yeah. it's it's almost yeah. as like the HBO just came out that Chernobyl series and, and they go at the end, they're like, also check out our podcast. And, you, and it yeah. blows your mind. And yeah. you think to yourself, 
wow, there's a podcast for well, everything. But then you're still meeting there's people. There's literally that aren't a podcast in. for everything. Yeah. And so literally blows, a podcast for everything. And I try to like yeah. I try to take us and liken us to something else and I try to say, Oh, we're we're getting like magazines, right? Where there used to be a magazine for everything. Right? Yeah. But there's still so many people that aren't even tapped into in the podcast network. And I don't understand how that's possible. I don't understand how and, and then I even I – I always play devil's advocate with myself. There's still people that have phones that are plugged into the wall. There's still people that are watching cable TV. Yeah. So I need Those to Those people are afraid to party. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Those are the people that are afraid of the television because they're like, you know what? Radio, that's the way to go, kid. I don't need CDs. I have A-tracks. Like, and have you listened to a radio show recently? Have you listened to Z100? Like, I just moved back into this area. When I used to live here, I listened to Z100 and Thunder 106 or whatever. Those right. were my two stations. So I put them back on now that I'm living back here again. I moved back like a month ago or two weeks ago. There, it's garbage. It is garbage yeah. what yeah. they're putting out there. and, and it's, it's white noise, dude. And you made a good point earlier where you said – Sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need the thing that you put on and you just like start drooling on yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone everyone needs Big Bang Theory. Yes. Not me, but like definitely my parents right. sometimes. You, you know what I mean? Like Sometimes yeah. I put things on Netflix that I sit down and I'm like, this is garbage. And I just stare at it and I zone that, that hell yeah. out. Yeah, and you I don't need know your brain to turn off for a little bit. Yeah. And then to come back on, and that's why Big Bang Theory is like the most popular TV show. And so, it's this, like why Wheel of Fortune has been on fucking TV right, forever. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, and so this brings up a good point to me, though, as well is you do need the you need the binge worthy garbage to put in your mind. I think as sort of a cathartic thing to be like, yeah, so I'm watching Kim Kardashian shake her ass around for like the thirtieth time and yeah. talk about how bad Kanye is to her or whatever. Yeah. Which I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if Kanye is a good husband or a bad I, husband. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't tell you. Yeah. So, so, but you also need to turn it off, right? And this is a new and, – and these are the things that I also don't understand whether or not I'm just surrounding myself in an echo chamber and I surround myself with people who are into this yeah. or if it's actually catching on. But people need to turn off – and meditate and do those weird things where you zone the hell out but there's no white noise and there's nothing interfering because you need to be alone with yourself and your have, thoughts or you're gonna freak the fuck out look at look at how bright my face just got uh have you ever done an isolation chamber yes i've done one one okay. time but i just do meditation what, what did you think it's wild it blows your mind so yeah. the the um i did one last night so Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah Where'd you do it? I do them all the time. They're in Ocean. Yeah, we did a podcast after one. We did yeah. one as a group. Like uh, they have four stations. Andy says, "What's up?" By the way, shout out to Andy at the, uh, Hello, the Flow Andy. Studio. Um, it's been like eight years since I did it. I did it while I was training. Oh, dude, they have one in right in Ocean, right by Fox really? Floors, right by Wegmans. Yeah, really, yeah, super yep. close. Like Wanna Yeah. Yeah. I did this Use while the I was doing... Use code word PC and get 20% off of your fucking first Oh, load. wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to go do this. So, yeah, I yeah. did this when I was doing... I was doing... This is like when it was like way back in the day. I was doing jiu-jitsu and I was doing... Uh, I was like working out every day to get ready for the Marine Corps, trying to get in shape. And because like when I started training for the Marine Corps, I weighed like 225 pounds. I was super out of shape. Center. Center. Yeah, but I wasn't a center when I weighed 225 pounds. I <laughs> gained that weight in college after my sophomore year, yeah. you know... 
pounding booze and being yeah. an idiot. Um, and this dude was like talking about how good these chambers are for your, you know, your mind and for your body for recovery and all yeah, that stuff. Dude. And he had made one in his backyard. Oh, that's dope. And I went into it. What's that guy doing right now? Uh, he's like a power lifter and that's all he does. Like really? he literally only power lifts. Yeah. Can you fucking link me up with that dude? Yeah. That sounds <laughs> like a great. guy I want to be fucking friends yeah, with. So I went and did it with him and it kind of blew my mind, but he also admitted to me that that was not the full scale experience that it's like, yeah better when you do it in a professional area yeah yeah, yeah. so there's one in ocean and you in like water and like yeah 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 andy has like a fucking great setup dude he's got these uh the he's either got pods or these rooms so okay. it's like the size of like a fucking closet i want to say like from this table to this wall and then like this it's just filled like this much with like 98.6 degrees water and yep. you, you know, you sit in there, you float, butt ass naked. Yeah. And then the music plays, and it's like so. Yeah, Joan Boving, like. I was about to say, I'm surprised there's music playing because. Like, well, well, what you do is it, it kind of like counts you down. So it's the first five minutes to kind of settle your heartbeat, uh, allow you to catch your breath, hear your rhythm, get into it, really kind of settle down. Dude, and, like, this breathe. I think this sounds like a great and idea. And then, and then, like you get like little flashes of so light. You're telling me this dude's running a business where you can go in and pay to be in one of these. Yeah, and it's like too. So it's like could, a store where you walk up like you're getting a manicure, pedicure. Dude, we could yeah, we could book one online right fucking now if you dude, want. Dude, so like in today's world where all that's going on. Also, is by the way, the, the day before I got a pedicure, so gone. <laughs> Yeah. In today's world where we're just inundated with messages and technology. It's the most – the best thing that I've ever People are going to need that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. Tell dude. your boy I'm opening up down the road from him right now. That Dope. sounds like a great Dope. business I'll idea. tell you what. You open up in Long Branch, I'll be there every day. Yeah, Rising Tide raises all ships. Boom, that's Boom. it. It's there called it Rising Tide Flow Tanks. Yeah. We're here, baby. Oh, we did it. There's a band. <laughs> we made it. We're billionaires. Okay, cool. I'm buying a yacht. Um, Dope, I'm in. Look, we made it. Look what daddy did. Um, yeah, yeah. And there are places now that are like, uh, they have a sauna, like an infrared sauna, a wet sauna, a hot sauna, a cryo chamber, and a float tank all in the same place. And yeah. if you really want to get fucking weird, just go down the line. Holy just shit. Gang, 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 yeah. gang, and then float. Wow. And then you're just like, oh. And then you walk out and you get a massage. I'm getting a massage tomorrow, by the way. Good for you. Yeah, I was going to book you're doing it today. a lot of good things for yourself well, this week. Well, I have to. You know what I mean? Because uh, of the same situation that we were, you were the point you were just making is a point that I wanted to bring up. Uh, but we were talking so much about how fucking super interesting you are uh, <laughs> that I didn't even get the opportunity to. Uh, so I was like, I'll just leave it for next week, or we'll do it later, whatever. Um, but I find myself fighting with my anxiety, um, crawling back into my comfort zone. A lot of times, yeah. your, your comfort zone is your office. You know what I mean? With your computer yeah. and your second screen. And your headphones and your, your microphone. Cup of coffee. Your, you got a cup of coffee. You got a couple right. of beers. You got your bottle of water. You got your dog. Whatever it is. Chilling, right? I always think it's weird. I don't mean to cut you off, Adam, but don't you think it's weird for people who are very intelligent, people well-spoken like Adam to have anxiety and to be nervous and things like that? Well, it's then because got, my brain is always overthinking. That's what my anxiety and is. Then you got people like me. I'm... I'm pretty intelligent, but I'm not as well spoken. I was about spoken. to say, yeah, don't, yeah, don't shoot no, yourself. I thought you were going to say, gonna say no, that you no, were no, dumb I'm as dumb. fuck, and yeah, I was like, not, yeah, you yeah, are. Go yeah. ahead. No, no, no. I can't do that to myself. But I'm not <laughs> as well. People don't hang out with idiots. No, I'm yeah, not yeah. as well spoken. Like I can't. Sometimes they do. I don't put my words together as well as Adam does, but um, my anxiety level is, I don't even know where it is because I don't. Yeah. 
Well, you're too busy fucking grinding. I guess. You know what if, I mean? You know, if I could, if I, and I don't like to venture into saying that I understand what But I do are. smoke a ton of marijuana, so yeah. it helps me Good a lot. Good for you. God yeah. bless. Yeah. Like, God bless. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't shake my hand yeah. anymore. I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. coughing yeah. yeah. to my Hell yeah. Touch. No, good for you. You got babies. Dude, you know what's funny is like growing up, I fucking hated marijuana. I hated drinking, hated all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I was going to the Marine Corps, like not for me because you, you'll you pop on a piss test, you'll get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm out now and like I don't smoke weed. I don't do that stuff. But Have you tried the CBD yet? I have family that's doing the CBD stuff okay. now. And I remember like, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Man, I, they're just selling blunts. They'll sell you joints or they'll just sell you butter. They'll sell you like a CBD blunt now. It's funny though because I like completely agree with the move of marijuana. And so I actually invested a lot of money on in it in the stock market. It went really well. And I was like pretty pleased with it. But there's just so many things that are going on with marijuana with MDMA, with um not shrooms, but whatever, psilocybin. Psilocybin. Well, yeah. that that is mushrooms. Psilocybin yeah. mushrooms. Right. Uh, psilocybin is the compound that's derivative from the mushrooms. Right. So, like, it's a direct line to them is by taking mushrooms. But they've they've replaced the compound and they've like grinded it down, and you can take it in capsule. Yeah. So you don't have to put weird weird uh shitty tasting mushrooms on a peanut butter sandwich like a hippie like you're at a a grateful dead show and you're like oh my god this show rules like let's do some acid yeah but um you know lsd dmt all of the other letters yeah they're Uh, all they're all helping people with uh anxiety and depression they're helping them to reset and end episodes mdma is had just had their first uh statistically significant finding to help with yeah post-traumatic stress and so I think that we are finally learning to not view these things as, you know, horrible things that can harm us and instead yeah. understanding that we can maximize these powers well, and do great things. You you understand the power of money, right? So marijuana is not called marijuana. It was always called cannabis and it was called marijuana as propaganda. Right, yeah. Uh, and then people started calling it marijuana the second it became illegal. Yeah. When they voted to um criminalize marijuana right they didn't people didn't know that they were voting to criminalize cannabis oh really because the week before they uh they criminalized it uh popular science the magazine released cannabis the new um uh what was it it was like the new um super plant the miracle textile uh, because they were using oh, it for textiles yeah, yeah, they were yeah. using it for everything this is the thing that everybody gets off on is that you you know if we use this instead of cotton it would change the world i mean yeah. i know but uh but i don't know enough about that part of it but well, i do know a dude, lot because i've lost a lot of faith. how much time do you have dog <laughs> we can we can get into a whole nother episode <laughs> about it um but uh, back to my point. I'm sorry you di- you didn't derail me. I did remember because I have again a lot of alpha brain in my brain right now. Good so. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the float tank helps a lot. Yeah. So I'm doing things like uh, using my crutches as rewards. When I was in that float tank, all I thought about was like, man, I really want to go home and play video games, or I really have yeah. to go home and edit a podcast. I have to get on my phone and do my text messages. I left. I didn't even have my phone in the same room that I was floating in. Like there's a room that you walk into like the size of our studio here. I left it at the desk with Andy. I was like, dude, keep this from me. If I come out and look at it, laugh in my face and point me in the other direction. He goes, okay. 
Like, that's cool. We're friends, whatever. I trust him. He, I'm like, look, you know, if I get three phone calls from my mom and my girlfriend, like some shit goes down, knock on my tank. Right, I right, trust right, you. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, he goes, yeah, okay, cool. Sips his little tea, puts back on his music and shit. Uh, and the second I walked into the room and shut the door, I was like, oh, oh my God. What do I need? I need something. What do I need? Mm. Oh, I need validation from Twitter. Yeah. I need to check. I Because I had just posted that I was going into a float. I wanted to see if I got any likes on it. Yeah. I need to see how many likes and loves and things like that that I no. got. Um, <laughs> it's it's tough, man, mm. because it like it feeds that part of your brain. And it it is replacing all of the things that you should be doing because your brain is like, no, 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 no. You don't need to go learn a new skill. You kind of feel like you're baptizing yourself sometimes when you're in there. You you have to, dude. <laughs> and what I like that. And what's yeah, like super that. important? Good analogy. What's super important about meditating and doing you? I won't charge you. I won't charge you. <laughs> you fall for the country, man. You yeah, got yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. You got whatever you want, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky he's not wearing a robe today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky we're not at a bar. <laughs> You'll be. He, he spits game. Drunk. Yeah, he spits hard That's game. That's awesome. Uh, but I'm I'm really focusing because I'm allowing the distractions of life to get into my personal yeah. life. It's affecting even like I have so many books that I want to read. I just bought Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan mm. and I still haven't read the seven books that I got in the yeah. last two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm too busy doing this. With the supercomputer yeah. that's in my pocket that tells me that I'm I'm good and that people enjoy my my existence, you know what I mean? The validation that I receive from complete strangers you, on the are internet. You buying all these books and just thinking like, yo, when I retire, I'm gonna just sit back and just read. I kind of, but like for the same the same person to be like my retirement plan is what my job is going to be now like your iPhone's going to become your your book is going to become your iPhone i you're hope that always that going to have it in your hand but you're always going to have it like luckily carried around luckily um mel like, like is baseball girl. fucking amazing so she's is this your wife yeah yeah she Deleted Facebook before we got together. Good for her. Never had Twitter and just deleted Instagram. Good for She's her. like, I don't fucking need it. I don't want it. I have all these books. I'm going to do it. And then like she'll go on Amazon and, you know, she'll buy stuff and she'll buy more books. And that's why we have a bidet and a yeah. fucking squatty yeah, body yeah, and all yeah, the fucking silly yeah. shit that we have. Um, But she's so happy now. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, how was your day? Yeah, no. No, that sounds great. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did that. And like I'm not. You're not there. Present. I'm not you're present. Not, you're not present in what you're doing on your phone. You're not. You're not present in any uh, any of those places when you're right. doing all those things. Right. So, and I agree with you completely. So my like my thing. One of the things I'm really that has been so awesome for me is one of the gifts that we got for our. I I made a point for the baby shower for my wife that yeah. I said like they usually do. Hey, please bring diapers i said alicia i want everybody to bring a book like a child a children's book yeah i want to start reading to my son one of the books that we got was the hobbit with J.R.R. tolkien and fucking the, i love yes. the hobbit yeah and in it it said this is a book for all ages literally all ages yep and so i was like you know what like 
fuck it. I'm going to read The Hobbit to my son before he turns one year old. I'll tell you what, dude. He's going to fucking love that shit. So I'm reading it to him right now. He's, he's The kid is two weeks old. He has yeah. no clue what's going on. I'm yeah. doing like the voices. I'm loving every minute. Yeah, you're getting right? into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like doing have, I'm doing Gandalf and trying have to you, like... Have you read The Hobbit before? Yeah, of course. Okay, I okay, love The okay. Hobbit. Was, I love all the J.R. Tolkien books. Okay, They're great. Dope, dope, dope. So, so I, uh, I mean, I'm a huge reader. I read all the time. Yeah. It... it so to me, it's like it brings back where I'm. I'm realizing, hey, this is so good and therapeutic for human beings to. Because what I do is my son now, and I've only done this for the past like three nights. So I'm hoping I keep this habit. But yeah. So you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I've got 20 minutes left. My son's about to be asleep soon. I grab him. You know, his mom wants to feed him. Like, I, the time I get with him is so precious. I sprint into the back room. I grab the book and I just start reading to him. And I'm just like fuck yes this is it like i'm i'm getting this into this kid's brain right now and i'm telling him a story and this is going to get everything going the way it should and not with a with a phone with a supercomputer in his pocket yeah and so for me though the other thing that i try really hard to do is instead of bringing the phone i'll leave it places Right. I bring the book. I do. Like I'm the weirdo yeah. who's got the book. And you then, have to untether yourself. Yeah, people, dude. people are like, "Holy shit! Store what is that dude doing?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, as soon as you get in the car, just put it in the government apartment. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. And and this like is the they, thing, like they did in that um the Black Mirror episode. Dude, that Black Mirror episode fucked me up. Black dog. Mirror will that? Yeah. Wow. Did talk you about see, you watched the new episodes that came out. No, they came out the new season. Yeah. Well, they have three new episodes now, and then they're going to release more later because they want to slow drip your serotonin. Yeah. Play. Wow. Geniuses. Yeah. Ridiculous. No, man. Those episodes are ridiculous. Why? Because two black dudes kissed. No, actually, no. No, that episode was the only one that I liked. Dude, the one with the guy on the phone. There's one about like being on your phone while driving. And I think about no, it I, so often now. Yeah. Every time I'm in the car and I hear it, I'm like, fuck you, Black Mirror. Nope. Especially when, especially when you're with your spouse. You yeah. think about it. Because really? It's because of the episode. But, no, the, they're not they're not bad episodes. It's the ending. The ending is the part that got me. And I don't want to spoil it because he's never even seen it, so I'll leave it alone at that. But the ending, and don't even act like you were, you didn't, you were okay with the ending. Don't no, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't. Like you wasted. See, I'm about to spoil it. Cause I'm about to get mad because I want to talk about it. Well, so, so this, this is a really anything. good point too that I think uh, it it gets me kind of fired up with all this stuff that that Black Mirror makes a really good point about, and it's that we need to understand that as a people, there are all these things out there that are going to stimulate us, and it's very scary the potential, and we need to harness the abilities for all that stuff to do great things. Mm-hmm. But we need to we need to turn off the cord and to step away from it because I completely agree. Black Mirror like blew my mind. It kind of made me feel crazy. But here's one of the things that has like really helped me with all this stuff is I so. Uh, stoicism is becoming very popular in society right now, and these are the people who have learned to to limit stimulation, to limit reward, and so that you will fully enjoy it. And I was fortunate. Yeah. The Marine Corps, I had this really wild situation. My father passed away while I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. I was an only child. I had Sorry no. To hear that, I appreciate that, and I don't bring that up to be macabre, but I bring it up to to bring up a point. I didn't. I didn't. When my dad died, actually, the same day that my father died, my best friend died, and so it was a really bad nice. scenario. It's a whole, it's whole a fucking hard day. Hard day. Hard day. Yeah. yeah. My Ew. my father died. My friend overdosed on heroin. It was a, it was a really tough day. I didn't put that shit to sleep 
for a year later because I finally ended up in the infantry officers course and I was living. It's a 78 day school and I spent 68 days in the field, like with no phone, living in the woods. So, and that, but I felt so good. I was like, oh my God, I have put every thing that has been bothering me about that day to rest because I've been in the woods by myself and a lot of our operations were patrolling operations where you couldn't go talking to people you couldn't be loud so i would i would literally be alone in the woods in the middle of the winter with my thoughts yeah where if you're not thinking about something you're freezing your balls off mm. so you need to figure it out yeah. and so what i would do is i would like have to fight through these things in my mind that were that i never dealt with because i wasn't forced to deal with them because i hadn't had an opportunity to do this yet and so that had taught me to say no to a lot of things like, you know, you meet these people who are great people. And my, my mother, she watches the news. She knows every current event. I love her for it. And I go to my mom and say, Mom, what's going on with this? And she gives me a full synopsis. But I can't take the time to do that. So I don't. I don't watch the news. I don't do these things. Like, I read headlines. That's how I know what's going on. Yeah, you have every, more important shit to do. Every once in a while, I see a headline like the fact that apparently Iran bombed a cargo ship and i'm like shit i should probably read that this sounds important because yeah. i know from my military training that that shit could pop off anytime and i go in and read it and i'm like okay i got my fix of that story and i know what i need to know about it and then i leave and then i'm paying more attention to books i'm paying more attention to family when we sit down at the table this shit goes away the phone is gone it's yeah, time to it be should. with each other and i have family members who they get the phone ring at dinner and they get up and answer and I don't want to talk to them the rest of the night. I'm so right. mad at Of course them. not. And I love them. They're my best friends. They're the only people I can rely on. But it's like we need to aggressively fight this shit so that we can be a normal society again. But then we need we need to have a healthy relationship with it so that when it does come time for my son to learn how to speak a new language, this thing that is amazing, yeah. also he can use it. We yeah. can't start the book burning type thing where that they're doing when they're like, this is not the Bible, and then they light it yeah. on fire, right? Yeah. We need to burn it when it's not good, but have it around when it is, right? right? It's, it's all the world's – the best thing about it is also the worst thing about it. It's, it's, it's an amalgamation Damn. of all of the – world's no collective knowledge available in your pocket at all times yep. every single second yeah. of every day yeah. is mm -hmm. the best part and the worst part yeah. about it because if you want to learn about it it's great if you want to see a girl get fucked by a horse in her asshole Dude. you can also see that on two o'clock in the afternoon on a fucking tuesday yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. you could either be reading like you know you can inspirational quotes or you yeah. right you can go check out mr hands yeah you know what yep. i mean like which is, by the way, a dude getting fucked in his ass. I know I said a chick, but Mr. Hands is. And that's the thing that like I'm trying to put out on my podcast. I'm trying to put out on my page is, yeah, you know what? You know what would get me more followers if I was putting up pictures of hot chicks like the Chive? It would get me more followers if I was putting up memes. It would get yeah. me more followers if I was getting on online and saying some really screwed up things that like were clickbait and that got people fired up and did all these things. But I don't want to do that. I want to get up. I want to be a positive voice. I want people to be excited about what I say. I want them to feel motivated from it. And I want them to turn around and spew that shit out into the world. Super meaningful. Yeah. And that's yeah. all I care about. Yeah. You know what? If I wake up tomorrow and I got one follower because of it, so what? That's all. I, I'm putting positive energy into the world. It's going to get returned to me. Fuck yeah. yeah. And you got to remember it. Yeah. You got to remember it like this, man. Um, one day your son 
is going to be able to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Hey, Amen. So, yeah. That's a great way exactly. to put it. So Damn, dude. Whatever I you say. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Whatever you say, yeah. when you're old as hell, when you're like 70, yeah. you can still go and back his and listen kids. to. Yeah. yeah. You can go back and listen to yourself. You're right. So watch what you say. Yeah. Hey, Amen. <laughs> My man. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot. Give it to you me. Got Give it to me. Bam. That's it right there. <laughs> that is it. Uh, and on that, where can uh, where can people find you? So check me out at Postmodern Patriot on Instagram. Same name on Facebook. If you start listening to me, or if you just want to, like, if you like something I said, you want to hear. I like the name. I like the name. It's a really good, creative name. I said this to you when you told me what the name was. Very creative. Fucking love it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's a very creative name. So good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason, and I'll, real quick, the reason behind that is. Sociologists say that our world is trending more towards individualism and narcissism. And so it's a postmodern society. You're less likely to be patriotic. I said, fuck that. I am in a postmodern society, but I am patriotic and there are more people like me. I'm the postmodern patriot. And you're going to find those motherfuckers for sure. And so that's what I'm trying to do. So at postmodern patriot on Instagram and Facebook, postmodern patriot at Gmail, you know, send me an email if you like something that we said or you want to hear more or if you disagree with me because it's okay to disagree. Even better. I'm okay with you disagreeing with me. We need to be okay with that in society. You and I cannot agree with each other and not hate each other. You know, those things are not the same and uh you know check us out at postmodernpatriot.blog i put up episodes every monday and blog posts every thursday fuck yeah nice yeah uh bobby where can they find you i uh, mean you can find me on instagram at bobby d Moore official on instagram and bobby d Moore sam pc on twitter dope what about you uh earth you can Ad- find him at earth underscore two underscore adam Everywhere. That's right. Everywhere. Don't forget to to go to Simmons and Moore podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to check us out. Go to uh, SimmonsandMoore.com to check out all our content. Episodes 1 to 171. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Many episodes. uh, Many episodes. Actually, you might not get episode one because we don't have I found them. I'm going to link them on the website. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found them. I found episode one. Yep. It's going to actually be on uh, innercirclepn.com. Wow. All right. Can we play? Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. listen here and listen man. well. Yeah. The first even, words ever spoken on Sam PC was by young have, Bobby Moore. Really? Yeah. Was it? Listen, listen here, listen well. Yep. Yeah. You, you know, oh, my God. Man. Hashtag Sam PC. I ain't going to lie. All day, baby. <laughs> our first episode in, find in that, my eyes. Find that eyes, audio clip in our new intro. In my eyes was so good. Man, episode one or episode zero? What do you think about it now? What do you think about it now when you look back on it? I haven't heard it in so long. We, he lost it. I don't. I haven't we, heard we, it. Yeah, we lost. I, I want to so. hear it again. I encourage I people always that are like in the podcast game. I'm not trying to get back into it because we just wrapped the show. But I encourage people always we do find your fuck favorite fucking podcast and go back to their first episode. There's this one podcast I listen to that's like my cathartic garbage, and it's uh, it's not garbage. You actually learn a lot. It's called Last Podcast on the Left. So good. You love yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. They're so great. good. Yeah. Have you ever gone back and listened? To one of their first episodes. absolutely not dude they're walking <laughs> through a park they're walking through a park recording like i don't even know what the recording is the worst recording i have ever heard in my life to think that these guys once thought that that was a product that you could put out blows my mind if you look at them now they're they're blowing it out of the water they're like putting out this content that you can't believe in the audio is perfect it's amazing so i'm just curious to hear yeah what people think of their first episodes uh yeah so go That's to innercirclepn.com find all the content for the entire inner circle podcast go to sampc.bigcartel.com and <coughs> Mm, what?
Buy some motherfucking t-shirts. Thanks, oh, Bobby. I yeah. appreciate Hell that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have mugs. We have t-shirts. We have hats. Shit like that. That we do. We do. Swag. Yeah. We, got we, got, swag. we got swag, yeah, bro. Swag. This and this podcast and every episode of the Simmons and Moore podcast is sponsored by Jiu-Jitsu Soap Company. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Uh, use the code word SAMPC to get 15% off of your soap so you're not a stinky bitch. This episode of SAMPC is also sponsored by Official Clothing. Official Clothing, that's O. H F I S H L. Go to official clothes and use uh code word Sam PC and get twenty five percent off of your first and only purchase ad. I'm not uh I mean you could buy other stuff, but you can buy yeah, but you're not gonna get the discount, so just only your first yeah. purchase. So uh and this podcast can be found on Podcoin. If you are listening to podcast, you might as well be doing it on Podcoin. So use Podcoin uh to do what you're already doing and earn coin to do that and then you can donate it to people that are less fortunate or puppies without eyes or like little like human babies that don't have feet you know what i mean so uh those people need money too and if you're gonna listen to podcasts you're gonna listen to two dudes from new jersey tell dick jokes or someone super inspirational like the postmodern patriot (laughs) podcast you can find all podcasts that you listen to on Podcoin. Uh, thank you so much, dude. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Fucking it. awesome time. Um, I want to say I want to apologize to all my fans out there. I didn't sing for you tonight. Because he's, he's hurt. Yeah. I know every episode. But, uh, from the halls of Montezuma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Thank you. I give them at least three. Fucking peace. Wow, big kiss. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. We'll, we'll um, record eventually. My other favorite story was when I was so when I was a weapons platoon commander. I stepped with my platoon into Jordan two days after taking command of the platoon, and it wasn't a combat operation or anything like that. So it was low key. Like the craziest thing that happened was we we rode over a path where a family who won who was a known terrorist family wanted to kill us was attempting to plant an IED. That was like the craziest thing that happened. Mm. Anyway, so. I've been in the Marine Corps as a platoon commander for, for a week. I've been in charge of my platoon for two days. My company commander looks at me, and he's like, John, 
you're the second senior man here, so you are taking over half the company because they don't have enough bedding for us at the base that we're going to. You're taking 150 men by yourself, and you're going to Alquera, and you're in charge, right? And that's like, I went from being in charge of 40 guys for the first time in my life to being in charge of 150. A lot of risk. So the other thing is like, they're freaking out because they think I'm like, I might be an asshole because yeah. they don't know. So like, you got to like loosen them up. So the, in Jordan, they have like bidets that are like ceramic ground toilets with like you know the hose in your sink that you could like pull out yeah. to spray tables yeah, like the cup the cup cleaner yeah, yeah that's what they use to clean your asshole so there's like one that comes up out of the toilet see i see i respect that a little more if if there was like if you were taking a shit and then there was just like a uh, a gear yeah like a handle right here that you can grip and you can just pull out a shooter and then sh- yeah yeah okay but here's the thing at, before we get back to his story is that mine is just there all you have to do is turn a knob. You don't have to do anything else. Wait, what? You can still text Wait, on thought, and you're on Twitter. Blah 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 blah. Looking at pictures of Cardi B. Turn the knob. Spring, spring, spring. I thought a bidet was a thing like that you walk to and you like. Oh, you like waddle over Isn't in that Italy. Like, that's what they do in Italy. Yes, yeah, dog. In some what? in some places in like Paris. And no, like dude, that. this is attached. You're already sitting. It's just always pointed at your bee hole. I can't though. So, yeah, so, and then the other thing about that is the, uh, well, I've, like, been in multiple countries where you clean your asshole out with different things. Have you tried it? (laughs) All of them. I've tried all of them. All of the things to clean your asshole out. But my favorite thing was in Jordan, I came out, and there was a little, like, private first class there who was in my platoon, and he had, like, never, he probably got told that he wasn't allowed to talk to me and everything like that, and they were like, "Don't, don't talk to the officer, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at him, and I was like, damn, you know, it's really nice of them to give us these, like, mouth rinsers that are attached to the toilets here in this country. It's, like, very thoughtful of them. And he, like, looks at me, and he's like, sir, sir, you, that's not what that's for. You're supposed to clean your asshole with that. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I, like, walked out of the room and acted like nothing happened. And so for, like, the first two months that my platoon knew me, they thought that I, like, rinsed my mouth out with, like, a shit rinser. Yeah. It was, like, really good. Did you ever tell them that? Yeah. Like, later on, like, I was like, guys, you know I made that story up, right? And they were like, actually, sir. Like, And so then from that point, like, I, I never lost that. Like, I was always the shit shit rinser yeah. yeah but that's okay yeah. like good. that's it's okay. a good way to gain their camaraderie yeah you know? hey dude yeah, you're yeah, from yeah. new jersey you're a shit talker <laughs> you know oh fuck 